Welcome to the Being the Change podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Vandeveer, here with Isabel Kiesayan, your other host. <laughs> we are the founders of Meditation Without Borders, and this evening we are talking about a concept of how what we think in our lives is holding us back is actually what is propelling us forward. What you, <laughs> and I'll just chew on that for a second. Um, your weakness is in fact your superpower. Mm-hmm. That they are one of the same. And um, Izzy, why don't you explain that? <laughs> yeah, uh, because for example, a lot of people when they come to learn how to meditate, um, they come from for a very specific reason. So this came about because I've talked to a few students who, for example, they came to learn how to meditate because they suffered from migraines you know they suffered from insomnia or whatever but but specific case of migraines um this person she read on online that you know meditation is great for migraines and so she had tried absolutely everything she tried um acupuncture and she tried different types of therapy and nothing really worked and so she tried meditation And so what we were talking about the other day is that it was because of the migraines that she learned how to meditate. And so she always thought that she couldn't really enjoy life fully or that she couldn't really do things in the best possible way because of the migraines. But it was the migraines that propelled her to learn how to meditate. And since learning how to meditate, her whole life has shifted. Like mm-hmm. she's she's become not a different person because we don't become different people when you learn how to meditate. We actually become yourself. You come back home. And so even though she she still gets migraines sometimes, it, they're definitely less. Um, it, it, it was that that was the starting point to begin her healing journey. And so she was upset the other day because she was having migraines again. And so we were talking about it, like use it as a sign instead of saying like, oh no, I have migraines. Everything I'm doing is not working. And I'm like, it's look back, look back and see everything that's changed since you learned how to meditate. And it was the migraines that got you there. So each time you get a migraine, instead of thinking about how it's pulling you back, Think, okay, it's pulling me back because it's propelling me forward. I need more growth. It's happening. Okay, this is a sign. We need to get moving. We need to get working because for her, it's been the migraines that has apparently was her great weakness, but it's been her great strength because it's gotten to her to the point of wanting to heal. And everything that's come about that since then has been so beautiful. So it's actually been a blessing in disguise. And so we all have something or many things, but you know, uh, there's like an Achilles heel that we constantly think like, Oh, if it wasn't for this, my life would be so much better. And it shapes us in so many ways. And even though we sometimes think it's hindering our process, it's so essential in and our identity and how that shapes us. If, if we know how to 
how to tackle it and heal from it, it helps us for the better and it helps us inspire others as well. <laughs> some of us have an Achilles heel and some of us have an entire Achilles torso. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Achilles torso. Achilles torso. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. It is fascinating to me. I always ask whenever I have new meditators coming to me, you know, I always, I'm always curious about like, well, you know, what brought you here? Cause I'm always waiting for the thing. I'm like, what is mm -hmm. it, what is the thing going to be? Is it going to be a heart attack? Is it going to be just someone I was talking to today? I was like, you know, what, what got you here? And she's like, well, it was a, a really bad breakup, you know? And I was like, there you go. There's your thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's, it's, it's everything for me. Uh, it was, a, it had to be a few things, you know, I think it was a combination of losing my mother um, and having gallbladder disease in my twenties. Um, I didn't you know, know that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, I had to um, go on a really strict diet and it was mm -hmm. just, it was just things pushing me to change my behavior. Mm -hmm. Um. But, you know, I think what happens is we have this indoctrination that says, like, we need to be perfect, in a sense, in order mm -hmm. to, to live our quote unquote, best life. And I, I think of all the little colloquialisms, that particular phrase, oh, cringes me more than anything. <laughs> it's like living her best life or living that best, like, it drives me nuts, because it gives me the sense of like, that there is this picture of a life that you need to be living mm -hmm. that's different from your normal life. That if you could just achieve whatever that checklist is, then you'll be actually living. Mm -hmm. um, oh. Yeah, that's, I think that's what's in the cringe for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's the, um, but that's not it. What's actually the, the, the things that we struggle with are the footholds for our growth. You know, that's where we, if we dive into that, then we can really see change. If we're, it's not like if we, if we already have something figured out, that's not the point of growth. Like say, for example, you know, you are a student and you're really, really good at math and you've already done everything in the entire year's curriculum. Like that's not your point of growth but you, you don't, you can't read, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like that's where you want to put your attention is like, all right, where's the point where you need growth and that's what's going to push you along. Um, and those are the, that's what gives you the traction, you know? Exactly. It, because it's not like, oh, if I could learn how to read, I'd be living my best life. Mm -hmm. It's the actual learning how to read and the process of going mm -hmm. through that and the growth that comes with it and the whole experience and storyline of that right which is like oh it's the transformation exactly we're looking for transformation that's what what any story like if you've ever taken a creative writing class like that's all it's about is you have your characters what is their transformation and the best stories whether they're movies or books that we love are the stories of fascinating transformations of character. So that's what we're looking for in our own storylines is how can you transform and what are those areas that have potential for transformation? Um, 
you know, if something is already perfect, that's, there's no potential for transformation there. There's no growth. There's nothing interesting there. And, and I love, I, even as a kid, I remember noticing like the, the idiosyncrasies about people, the things that they thought were their weaknesses. It's like, well, those are also your strengths. You know, that those things are one and the same. You know, someone who's, you know, thinks they're um, really introverted, you know, and like that's a terrible weakness is actually probably someone who's a really good listener yeah. and is, you know, sensitive. You know, it, for me, like sensitivity was something that, um, for me as a child, and even I see it in my daughter, she sometimes like, she's like, oh, I'm so sensitive. I take everything to heart. I'm like, yes, you take everything to heart and your empathy is so unique and put, makes you able to, to relate to people in ways that other people can't. You know, so yes, it's something that you're challenged with, but it's also something that um, lets you help people in a way that other people can't do. So these things that we think are our weaknesses are, are not. And yeah. So weaknesses aren't weaknesses. Setbacks aren't setbacks. <laughs> exactly. We, we just need to learn how to redirect it and allow for the transformation to happen. Just like mm -hmm. you were talking about, you know, with, with your daughter about just being super sensitive and perceptive. I have one student and she's become a really good friend. Um, I love it when that happens, when students become good friends. <laughs> and um, she had the same thing. And even as a child, she would feel so overwhelmed of feeling what other people would be feeling. And she's become this great therapist, like mm -hmm. really top notch and helping so many people. And it's like, of course, that weakness became your greatest strength and you're helping so many people because of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, no matter what it is, you know, I like to think about, um, setbacks, you know, we think of them as halting our progress. It's like our setbacks are actually there for our progress. You know, mm -hmm. they, they need a new phrase because setback implies that you're going backwards in your evolution when really those are propellers. Yeah. It's like the bow and the mm -hmm. arrow, you know, you have to, it sets you back, but just so you can go further ahead. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, and we never know, usually when we have these things happen to us that seem like they're, they're awful, it, they're clearing, you know, it's a clearing event and leading to what we call a Rashi, which is a wave of change, clears away a lot of irrelevancy so that, um, so that new things can come in, whatever, you know, there's a shift in consciousness and now what is relevant to that new state of consciousness is what comes through. Yeah. And even though at the moment, the setback can feel overwhelming, we, we don't really understand what's happening or why it's happening. It tends to be the case that once the Rashi comes and you have a, a greater state of consciousness and you understand it, it's like, oh, it had to be that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always, you know, a lot of my students like to talk about these horrible things that have happened to them as the best thing that ever happened to them because from, from the retrospective perspective, retrospective perspective, yeah. <laughs> or is it a retro perspective? Um, <laughs> when you look back, um, you see how all the dots connect mm -hmm. and that, that was a, there, there's essential dots in there 
very essential ones that get us to where we are. Um, and, you know, I have my, I've got multiple Achilles heels. <laughs> you know? No, don't <laughs> we funny. all? I've got, I've got so many feet. It's crazy. Um, but they've all been that they've all helped in my growth and helped me be a better teacher. Um, you know, I have, I've lost, I lost my mother young, you know, that was one that really has um, matured me in a way that had that not happened. Not that I wished that that happened, but it mm -hmm. certainly propelled my evolution very fast. And I think I wouldn't have become a teacher had that incident not happened. Um, and also, you know, I've got a bit of a, a trauma history mm -hmm. and, you know, I like, I have a lot of students with trauma now and I see how I would not have even close to the level of insight in order to help them had I not gone through what I'd gone through. So it's, it's, it's helped me become a better teacher and, um, and also given me a perspective on um, the Vedic knowledge in a way. Like, I feel like I, I understand the plight of the feminine in a way I wouldn't have understood otherwise. Yeah. And, and I think that's why you're getting all these students with trauma and why we enjoy, you know, we were talking about before of, you know, how much we're enjoying reading Vedic literature lately. And it's because of the relatability of some of the characters and mm -hmm. how you read the, these amazing stories and they relate directly to your life. Mm -hmm. Oh, the feminine is here and this is what I'm going through as well. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing that's happening with your students. Like if Kristen went through what I'm going through and she's so wise and she's, you know, she, she, she came out the other side of the tunnel, okay, and even better, I can do it too. <laughs> With her Achilles torso. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, it's, it's you know, a, a matter of perspective because you might feel like that's your Achilles heel, but from the outside, it's so inspiring. It's like, wow, it, 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 that weakness for us, it's your biggest strength and, and, and that's why so many uh, students of yours have that because they they want to learn what you're what you've gone through. They want they want you to teach them how to get to that point. Yeah, I like to think about all these things that continue, you know, challenges that continue to happen as as tempering. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's maturing, and it it. Um, you know, especially if, if you're in a role of some kind of teacher role or some kind of leadership role, um, I find people want to have someone lead them who has experience mm -hmm. of, of a vast variety of experience. And, um, you know, I remember once I, the one and only time Ben and I went to a kind of marriage counselor type mm -hmm. thing, <laughs> the, the, we went to this woman in, the, in San Francisco and I think she was like 24, 25, <laughs> like no kids. And Straight we were out just, of college. We, and she was giving us advice and we were just like, I I'm sorry, you, you, you can't, I, you may be a lovely person and very smart, but you can't give us advice. Like you have no concept of what it's like to be married to someone and have children and be having to support 
five people, you know, it was just, it was funny, but what was great was we ended up bonding over it. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, we don't need this. Like, this is ridiculous. You know, it actually helped in that sense. So she ended up doing what she, you know, what we, she just didn't do it the way she thought she was doing it. So, <laughs> but, um, but it's true. Like people want to hear from people who've been through something similar. And, and, and that's, why you know we each teacher has their own little flavor and that's you know one of the mm -hmm. beautiful things about vedic meditation is you get to you know pick your teacher and be like oh i relate to this person and this person made that weakness the same as i i have they they, they I... turned it around so i can do it too and it's so inspiring mm-hmm yeah. And so you, you have your whole spectrum of weaknesses between teachers to pick from. Exactly. <laughs> what weakness relates to yours? Right. The market for weakness. Right. We should all, we should have it listed on a website, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like one of those quizzes, like Cosmo quizzes, you know, like to find your Vedic meditation yeah. teacher. It's like. <laughs> How's you your have... relationship with your parents? Right. Can you not keep your apartment organized? <laughs> Kristen could be the one for you. <laughs> I think we're on to something. This could be good. But it's true, you know, and, and I, I, I like to keep this in mind because I've just been going through a bout of long COVID. <laughs> I feel you. Yes, you have too. And it's just... You know, I was in the midst of this like yoga intensive. I had made all kinds of progress with it. I was finally to the point where I could do some of these sequences that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And, you know, was it was almost like I was getting to where I could, I was reaching like the top of the mountain, but wasn't quite there yet. And then this like landslide called COVID came through and put me way back to base camp and I'm still in it. And so I have to keep reframing it in my mind over and over again, as I get frustrated, as I, you know, I tried to do yoga the other night and I haven't done it in, um, you know, two or three weeks. And it, it gave me a fever. Like I'm not ready yet to do it. <laughs> like it, I started feeling really sick afterwards and I was like, mother effer. I was like, come on. I, I, uh, it felt like such a setback, but mm -hmm you know, I've just keep trying to reframe it as like, no, there are no setbacks. So if it's not a setback, what is it telling me? You know, yeah. what, what am I supposed to be learning from this? What behaviors do I need to prune in order to not have, you know, whatever COVID's next iteration is? You know? Yeah. And, and that's a really magnificent job because it's the same thing. It's a setback, but instead of allowing it to be a setback it's like okay what is this teaching me what do i have to learn from this and that happens with all of our emotions like okay i'm feeling this why what is this teaching me and i had a similar experience with covid because i it was like okay i need to rest i need to learn how to rest <laughs> and so i enjoyed my rest so much and now whenever you know i i'm not teaching or nobody um comes to th that week's course instead of like oh what's wrong why am i not teaching it's like oh i get a little vacation yeah 
but it took me so long to figure that out. It's like, there's a, there's a little gift in there. Yeah. I, my gift was similar from COVID because it was like, I, ha- I was, I have, been, I'm just starting to get back into life now, but I was so sick. I couldn't do anything. So I was like, mm-hmm. I had to drop everything and the world kept turning, you know, I was like, oh, wait, I don't have all these things that I, I put pressure on myself that I have to do. Like, maybe I don't have to do all that. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I had to drop all this and everything was fine. Like the sky didn't fall. So, so maybe I can ease up the pressure sometimes and voluntarily not, you know, um, take some, like you said, learn to rest. I think maybe we have the exact same lesson out of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it it was funny because to me, it's like, I, I, I find rest, rest, like I can't, it's just, Mm -hmm. And so when I didn't have a choice, ironically, your meditation teacher, I know it's like I rest (laughs) when I meditate, but I just to allow myself Mm -hmm. to do nothing. It it's, it's been hard for me. And so I had permission. I was like, you have to rest. I was like, Oh, I forgot how much I enjoyed this. (laughs) And so now coming back to teach has been so enjoyable because I'm rested. Yeah. And so the quality of my teaching, I, it, this is something that only I noticed, but it's slightly better because I'm, I'm more well-rested. It's like, okay, so when I get a little spot of no teaching, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a great, if you can hold that lesson, you know, then maybe the COVID was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that it takes a reframing of the mm-hmm. mind to do that, but it's important to learn how to reframe these things because then what'll happen is rather than needing another lesson, you've learned it. Exactly. Like we want to, we want to learn the lessons as they come and not have to to have repeats. (laughs) And, and the repeats just get tougher and tougher. Yeah. And so for me, what am I Achilles heel that I was telling you about is (laughs) the relationship with my parents um I like how you're like rubbing your head it's yeah like, like oh like, god ah. and so I basically been my parents parents my whole life and mm-hmm. and so I want to parent everybody and it's cost me all sorts of problems <laughs> in my life and but looking back that level of experience has <laughs> made me be a good teacher Mm-hmm. because I've, I've been training since I was a kid. <laughs> so I exactly. can't, that apparent setback where I didn't fit, like I would be working in TV and instead of, you know, sending my emails to clients, I would be, how was your day? How's your day? <laughs> I would be, you know, helping and hearing everybody out. And it was in my nose, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And Mm -hmm. so just kind of looking back, it was like, of course, this is what I had to do. There was nothing else for me to do. (laughs) And so that apparent setback is what, what made me find, find my true calling of there's nothing else that I'd rather be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when, and think back on your life and think of all those times where there was like really intense change when you, you know, you go into it kicking and screaming and 
when you look back, you see like all the new relevant things that came into life at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've mentioned my mom passed away. Well, I found my husband at the exact same time, you know, I, um, the boyfriend I was with had to fall away at that point, you know, and, and it happened on its own, right? It, it happened on its own. You didn't like, even have to talk, which is amazing. Yeah, that's that's what the uh, I went to um, what she's re- referencing is I went to a psychic like six months before who told me that I was going to meet the man I was going to marry that summer and that my current relationship that wasn't the guy but that it would um, I wouldn't have to do anything to break it up and I was like how does that work <laughs> like I don't understand and so all that summer I was looking at every single guy like Ooh, maybe you're it and. Um, and then my mom passed away and I moved right after that. So I didn't have to do anything. I just moved and it took care of itself. And then the guy who I ended up marrying uh, followed me. <laughs> and so it all worked out. But, you know, I see that now. I see all the things that were in play. And, and um, at the time, it, I was, I, you know, I was doing, I was a co-creator of it. That's what's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I was co-creating it, but I didn't even know what my creation was at that point. And it keeps evolving because now you have kids and now you have mm-hmm. a, a mission together and like you're doing all of these things. So even, you know, the time that you got married, the story doesn't end there. No, no. there's so much more that's going to happen. And so you continue with, you know, the, oh, of course. Oh, that's right. It had to mm-hmm. happen this way. And so even now at the time, we might not understand it, but if we could just peek, you'd be like, oh, great. Okay. I surrender. That's what's fascinating about like astrology and the Vedic, you know, the Jyotish stuff. And when they look at past lives and things like that, and they see, or if you talk to a medium or any of these Mm -hmm. things where that you find out like, oh, well, yeah, this person who you thought you randomly met and married. Yeah. No, you've known them for like, you know few thousand lifetimes or something like that it's like <laughs> that was not random you know so it kind of gives you this perspective like oh okay yeah no this is this is all you know we're playing this role and we're this is all everything has so much more meaning than we think it does and these setbacks that we think are you know that were these horrible things that happened to us were it's all been designed in some way and it's all going for the same thing which is our evolution um and, and so long as we have that perspective that the setbacks are not setbacks and that our weaknesses are actually strengths, these things don't bind us. You know, the way, you know, could talk about karma as being um, action that binds. And so the binding though, is it, it happens within you. So, you know, one thing can happen to one person that's very binding and to someone else it's liberating, but that's, that's based on your your viewpoint of it, which is why we keep mentioning, like it requires the, the reframing in the mind and being able to do that comes from meditating and having that the big perspective is what we get when we go down to that field over and over again. Mm -hmm. That's our big self. So it's impossible to have that kind of big viewpoint if you're, you have no access to that part of yourself. Yeah, because somebody can tell you and you can understand it intellectually, but you won't really be able to you actually experience it. Yeah. Be able to experience it. And it'll, it'll feel like truth, you know, mm-hmm. 
and you'll experience that expansion that comes from that big perspective. Yeah. You know, the big perspective makes everything okay. Suffering always comes from a very narrow perspective. A narrow perspective comes from being in the wave of self. Exactly. Because people tend to think, you know, karma is like, oh, this really bad thing happened to me. Or like, mm -hmm. oh, I, you know, messed up in my last life. So, and these actions that happen, they're here to teach us a lesson. So mm -hmm. karma is corrective action. It, it's helping us, you know, it's pushing us in the right direction. So mm -hmm. once we learn the lesson, it no longer binds us. So karma is over with. So mm -hmm. we want to, to try to change the perspective on it. So it doesn't feel binding. It feels liberating. And the less what we're always learning, what, what it, it's always an expansion of consciousness. It's, it's like the bind is there for us to go past it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's the same with the, all the, the weaknesses, the setbacks, they're all there so that we can grow beyond them. That's why they're, they're not bad things. They're just things. <laughs> exactly. And, um, and we don't want to sound like we're gaslighting or anything. We understand that some people's experiences are harrowing and very challenging and, and so horribly difficult. And, um, and you know, it's, it's okay to, to, you don't have to feel guilty if, if for whatever reason, you're not at the point where you can get past it yet, you know, but don't think that it's impossible to get past because, um, because we want to be empowering to those who, no matter what you've gone through, that, that there is that potential to have that level of growth. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we could give more and more examples, but I think I think we covered it. I think yeah, we, yeah. I think we we gave a. I don't know. I, I gave my heels. You gave your heels. I love it. <laughs> Let us know if you all want that that website. You know that outlines teachers by weaknesses. We'll get started <laughs> on that right away. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, well, thank you all so much for listening. We're glad to be back. We haven't recorded in a while. It's really nice. We missed that. you. We missed you. We missed each other. Yeah, a lot, a lot. <laughs> and um, yeah, let us know if you ever have any topics you'd like us to talk about. And if there's um, some, you know, check out our website for all our past episodes. Uh, and take care and jig your day. Jig your day.